Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Sunday Porch Podcast. I'm Connor and I'm here with... Will, welcome back everyone. <laughs> Man, got a lot of episodes now. I don't even know what number we're at. Dude, I thought of... Um... A quote. I don't even know if you remember saying this to me, but I thought of a quote that you said one time because I was like thinking about just like I was having like a career like freak out. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, junior year in the fucking nightmare apartment <laughs> the, yeah. with the mirror and like the ghosts that live there and shit. Uh-huh. Like I was having like a career freak out, like talking about jobs and stuff. And you were like, you were like, I think the goal should just be to get really tan and get a lot of blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, and I was just like, yeah. <laughs> You're like, I don't think it matters that much, like what I do for a job. <laughs> so now I like, I always think about that when I'm like. Whatever I'm thinking, I'm like, so what is my real end? What is the end goal? <laughs> right. I'm like, well, well, low key. <laughs> yeah. The guys so like, are super all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't everybody just working towards that? <laughs> right. Like that's why I was, it was a, like a great philosophical <laughs> moment. <laughs> that's mad funny. <laughs> if there was like any sort of recording equipment in that in that dorm room, bro. What's scary it. is that there would be recordings of me talking when nobody else was in the room, thinking <laughs> that there was other like being like, "Who's in here? Who's in?" Here? Like I I had several of those, like opening the shower and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I had, a, I had a schizo freak out last night because. Like, my bed is set up really close to this window. And to be honest, like, I'm not really super used to, like, living in a in this kind of environment where it's, like, way more urban than I've ever lived before. So there's people fucking walking around all the time. And there's people, like, outside my window and shit and people talking. And the past couple nights, my neighbors have been, like, shining lights around, like, fucking psychopaths. <laughs> so I get, like, flashlights, like, showing I, my yeah, window. Yeah, that's So last night, I took, like, a bed a skirt from under my mattress, and I nailed it <laughs> in, into the wall above my window to, like, block the view into my room. And then I put one on the other window, too, so I, I got, like, the Fortress of Solitude going right now. What are they doing with that shit? I don't know, bro. That's not chill at all to shine nah. a flashlight through someone's window. <laughs> dude, dude, so get this, bro. Uh, like, those girls that we're friends with, the neighbors, remember the guy that, that like, I, we were talking to when we were outside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I guess one of the girls got out of the shower and was changing, and he fucking was filming her. Oh, man. <laughs> through the window. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, she, like, caught the, like, the flash of a phone real quick. That's so fucked. <laughs> kind of a I, crime. Well, yeah, like, what yeah. Do you, are they going to report So I was him? like, well, I was, I was like, sick, like, free pass to just be right. a douchebag. And yeah. they were like, no, 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 like, don't cause any problems, don't go over there. If it happens again, we'll call the police. I'm like, all right, well, whatever. 
Might have thrown a bunch of garbage in his backyard. Yeah. I don't remember. You start hitting like a medieval, like you guys are just pissing in a bucket and dumping. <laughs> <I> just <laughs> dump- it's like London, London in He comes like- out, that's a problem. I just start filming him. <laughs> right. What? Oh, there's an issue, what? sir? <laughs> we're not allowed to just film at people for no reason anymore. I thought we, I thought we could do this. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, people are fucking animals. Dude, I have a neighbor um, who's like a little crazy who walks around at night um, with like a, a like a tactical flashlight. And I was just driving home one night and she like I wasn't even close to hitting her. And she was in the middle of the road and I slowed down and went out of my way. And she just shined it through my fucking windshield. And I was like, <laughs> and I like swerved and almost like crashed into the street. Nice. But it's like, is that elite? Like that, <laughs> that's like dangerous. Yeah. You can't just yeah. blind people driving in the <laughs> We were, uh, we were leaving that Rochester Amherst game, uh, Friday night and my brother had a flashlight in his car and I was like shining it at people in the parking garage <laughs> and there was these girls that were like waiting to get out. So like they were like, like uh perpendicular to us as we're going through the right of way and there's a million cars. So they'll be stuck there for forever. So I'm just joking around. I'm like, I'm like flashing, it, flashing it at them in like Morse code. And I'm like, look, look, look at my bicep. <laughs> like I'm flashing <laughs> the light. So they're like, Hey, flashlight, get over here. And uh, so I went over, there and they're like you have a you have a choice now you have a choice and i'm like oh my god what are they gonna try to call the police which one of us do you want to take home (laughs) (laughs) would have loved that but now they pulled out two cans of that new like fresca the hard fresca i didn't even know that existed one of them was like vodka and one of them was tequila they're like which one do you want so i took the tequila one and it was really warm but i had to like I had to pretend that I was cool and drink it. Dude, those canned cocktails are wild. I forget yeah. those exist until one's like offered to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, oh, what is this, a beer? And they're like, no, it's a Moscow mule. Also, it's can. 11%. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> it's not that chill that those are just like people's drinks of choice it's like the, the point of drinking casually is so you, like if you drink a fucking light beer you can have a bunch of them and be right chill. you can't i can't drink eight long drinks and drive yeah no way <laughs> it's gotta be bush light yeah bro like i can't drink these fucking cocktails and be like having normal conversations and that's Man. what chi- that's what chicks are all drinking too bro it's like what the fuck <laughs> Yeah, the, I don't, I don't know, man. There's no, chi- there's no being chill. There's no like, like a couple beers and like a cigarette or two. It's it's vodka soda that's like eleven percent and a rip of a vape that has more nicotine than the whole pack of cigarettes. Like you're just that, brain dude, fucking that, yourself. That's what I was gonna. Literally, if you go into a gas station now, like <clears throat> nothing is chill. Like the no. flavor, the flavors of energy drinks and alcohol and like soda even is so much more violent than it was <laughs> even like five years ago. 
Yeah, bro. Like, like I, I <laughs> like I had a, a white gummy bear rain energy drink the other day. Yeah, three hundred milligrams. Like that didn't exist when I was fourteen. Like no I've way. I've been I've been rocking the fantasy vibe Celsius. Like, yeah, what the it's, fuck? They is don't. That? It's, they don't even make flavors. That's like actual like food anymore. <laughs> no, <it's laughs> electric mind fuck. Right, <laughs> raspberry. <laughs> I mean, like the the vapes vapes people are hitting now, like don't even look like at least back in the day, like I understood like how a vape worked, but now it's (laughs) just like a a pink and blue tie dye glob. Yeah, (laughs) I'm like, where did you get? What flavor is that? Like, I saw some dude on his Snapchat story the other day recording himself driving, and he was ripping a vape that was like. It was like um, a fucking like icy, like a slushy with a straw, like a bendy straw sticking out, and the straw was the vape part that you hit. And I'm like, all right, first of all, <laughs> that's just gay, dude. <laughs> it's filming yourself like rapping, hitting like a blue raspberry nutsack icy. <laughs> Dude, the next, like, major war, like, the historical pictures are gonna be, like, Gen Z, like, ripping slushy vapes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, and even, like, even the shit that's, like, should be chill, like, those tall, you could get a tall boy voodoo ranger that tastes like a regular beer, and it's, like, 10.8%. It's, like, what the fuck? Yeah, those are something else. I mean, mm-hmm. I lo- I love them, bro. <laughs> those juice yeah. forest rangers. I, I I love that shit. I went to a brewery on Saturday with with some of my buddies from high school, and I got a couple flights, and one of them had a sour in it that was like every fruit you could think of, and it was like electric purple, and it was excellent <laughs> oh really i don't like the sours good. that much i don't know i've been vibing with them some of them some of them well we went to like what did we get that one we were at like Mr. heritage you remember the mr smiley beers were you yeah. around for that that was like the worst thing i have ever bought <laughs> <That shit was laughs> like, <laughs> like the craziest <laughs> thing um do you remember when we went to heritage hill and they had like a pina colada one that Loki just tasted like puke. Yeah, that was kind of gross. No good. What was there was one that was good though. It was like apple, and it had like cinnamon around the rim. Remember that shit? I like. Yeah, I like that. I like apple tasting stuff. That was good. But... There was like bees swarming us with that drink though. Yeah. <laughs> I saw um, Covenant by myself on Sunday. For sure, I saw it. I saw it with my grandmother. Oh really? Yeah, a <laughs> lot of a uh, lot of white guys by themselves in that theater. <laughs> oh, dude, there were a ton. There, uh, there was an old guy in front of me that was like wearing a Yankees cap like this, and I went to one of those theaters where you can get booze, and he had like a mug, like an Ebenezer, <laughs> that he drained and was just like at the end of the movie, he stayed through the whole credits, and I saw like tears in his eyes when they were showing like the real thing. I'm like, that guy is the target audience. One of the best uh, war movies I've probably ever seen, though. I fucking love that movie so much, dude. 
I feel like there's like this trend going on that that new uh, Top Gun and then this just like Movies in your are face, back. fucking yeah. America. <laughs> Let's go. Good. Wow. Good movie. Or they're lining us. They're getting us ready for something. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 It's the nine eleven of movies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that was fucking sick though. Homelander. Yeah, guest appearance. I feel like um, that was probably the most like that movie did the best job of like inducing the anxiety like of what Afghanistan would be like, you know what I mean? Compared yeah. to some other movies I've seen. Cause like a lot of that, like I was just so nervous, like just watching it. Right. Just like the waiting, you know? And, and the scenes where it's like dudes that they were with just dying, catching straight bullets. Like right. that, like it's like, that's yeah. how it's just fucking pandemonium. You don't know what the fuck people are sneaking up on each other. Like, you don't know where somebody has a line of sight on you at all. It's fucked. <laughs> Yeah, just like super ner- nerve wracking, and the people that they're with, like they don't even know what yeah. the deal is. Like with the Afghanistan people they're working with, right? That guy just set him up for a whole, right. whole fucking ambush. Yeah, yeah, no, I, that was sick. That was sick. Obviously, like I don't know how it was, but I'd imagine that they did a pretty accurate job of depicting it in that movie. Fantastic movie, <laughs> for sure, dude. Guy Ritchie kills it. What's Jake his de- What's his it. deal, Guy Ritchie? Dude, I don't know. I would love to see like a he, bio. He was he was behind that um that Matthew McConaughey British movie, The Gentleman. Yeah, yeah, I think that so. was a that was a sick movie. Dude, he's and British. He also did um. There's this movie called The Wrath of Man that I watched. It was okay. With, I've seen uh, the I've seen the Wrath Jason of Man. Statham. Yeah, I watched that. I watched that. Um, that was one of my like treadmill movies. I was just walking yeah. incline and watch it. Dude, that was a that was a sick like revenge flick. Yeah, that was fire. I feel like it made like <laughs> like armed car security guards look like more of a crazy job than it is a little bit. Right. But... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's that common to get robbed. Maybe. I don't know. Okay, this guy is kind of based. So he was born in the UK. Uh, he watched Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid and decided he wanted to make films. He never attended film school, saying that the work of film school graduates was boring and unwatchable. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Wyland? Yeah, why? <laughs> <laughs> We should have both of them on the pod, like <laughs> just battle it out. While I just start screaming at it, <laughs> <laughs> just to have a fucking. <clears throat> so he divorced. So he had a he has two sons with Madonna. Really, and then they got divorced, and in September two thousand eleven, Richie's new girlfriend this model chick gave birth to a new son i feel like he's probably a pretty similar guy to like jimmy ricard yeah like that song is probably about guy Ritchie. probably for sure i see a picture of him under who should direct the next bond movie yeah maybe did they switch directors for all the i'd imagine 
they must, right? Anybody I don't know. I mean, there? dude, the way I feel about those is it's not hard to make those movies good. Like, right. just don't mess it up. And they didn't. Like, the last mm-hmm. one was fine. I lo- but, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Shed a couple tears at the end. <laughs> yeah, dude, I told you about that TikTok where it's like me calling an airstrike kid on Taiwan. <laughs> And it was a bunch of like eight year olds in the comments, like so real. Like, yeah. I was like, what is what is this? <laughs> I liked how they brought back the CIA dude that staked him in the poker game and Casino yeah. Royale and lost all great, his fucking great money. character. He's like, I'm not gonna win this game. <laughs> when they all ordered the same fucking martini across right. the table. <laughs> Are we gonna play fucking poker? Dude, that um, fucking Elon video got me so fired up. Where the oh, order, yeah. the Gangsters Paradise one. That is because they're like, dude. what would you say the, to the American heroes that think like what you're doing is dangerous and like unrealistic? And he's like, well, he's like that breaks my heart because those like, guys are my heroes. Like, <laughs> and then it cuts the rockets like landing and shit. Awesome. Dude, those SpaceX rocket, SpaceX rockets landing themselves looks fake like it looks so yeah cool. i was it's just like, so mind-boggling that he's able to do that dude i was this was a question <laughs> i had the other day so like when you put a satellite up does it just stay in orbit forever or does it like how do you bring a satellite back down well i mean i guess ju- just from like my understanding of physics anything orbiting the earth is slowly getting closer to it that's like what the orbit is right so like well, I was even just... if it's a minuscule amount i would imagine that there's probably situations where satellites need to be retrieved by other ships or just crash to earth i was just wondering like because apparently they say there's just a bunch of junk like floating around earth and it's like a big yeah. issue i've heard that they said it's going to be like impenetrable like yeah, sooner than our advancements in space technology would take us outside our galaxy. Right, because what's crazy is you think about like every like if AT and T wants to put a new satellite up, they have to time it right in some like slot that like they have right. to pick a tea time that has not been taken yet. Yeah, and most of them have like there's just shit flying around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of fucked to think about. We just got, like, a shell of garbage around our Earth. <laughs> I, I know. Like, <laughs> There's plastic in my blood. Because I saw an article the other day. It was, like, like Russia sent a satellite up that's, like, following ours. So the satellite is spying on our satellite. And it's, like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. It's, like, a nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is that is crazy. Because if you hit something, I mean, I'm sure some of it would burn up. But, like, if you hit something big enough, like, that would be catastrophic. be so awkward. Especially if it was, like, a cable news network. (laughs) That kind of – that happened – what was it? Was it, like, the Challenger or something when it had those teachers on it? Yeah, I and think that students were watching and it just fucking exploded. <laughs> I was I was literally going to bring up the Challenger cuz I was thinking about that the other day cuz I I was thinking there's like this scary ass parking garage that I have to park in sometimes for work. Mm-hmm. It's like eight stories high and I was like 
this is gonna collapse at some point and like when they build that stuff like they don't really know like it's just math that they do on a computer right and then it's an estimated time that a building stays up yeah pretty crazy to think about but well a lot of time companies ignore the math that engineers did (laughs) right build it to save a cost bro that fucking house our house that the frat house at clarkson is like that like they right they took a huge what or like at the time what they thought was like a huge cost save to build it in a swamp and now it's getting flooded every year and they're not willing to like regrade the soil half of it is like sinking <laughs> into the ground in a lake of like fucking mosquito larva but yeah the challenger is a crazy one because like how do you <clears throat> mess that up like damn yeah no nobody talks about that anymore so fairly recently i saw some some dude just went and spoke at like a uh like a town hall meeting or or i just saw the video clip of it i don't really know the backstory but he basically like brought up the idea of suing nasa for fraud for for lying to the public and like and he had like all of these videos about um about how he believed they were lying to us about astronauts currently being in space. Like they were filming them at like a replica ISS center with like a green screen behind it. And they weren't really in space. Why? Like who is watching that though? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yeah, I, I, I don't can't imagine like a situation where people are sitting down that are even not directly involved. And they're just watching like, at astronauts live stream themselves <clears throat> from the ISS. I, I haven't watched it. The International Space Station has to be a crazy vibe. They probably fuck up there, wouldn't you? Think? I was literally yeah. just gonna say that. <laughs> I wonder who the first, whoever the first per- people were to do that. Definitely, like no. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> a lot of people. And probably are. all in NASA. They yeah, probably got right. them in like the break yeah. room, like right. a thousand mile high. <laughs> <club>. <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, eh, like the first <laughs> international orgy in space. <laughs> it was like everybody on there. Like. Dude, there's probably a lot of that. I feel like astronauts all have to be in good shape and they're all pretty young. Dude, and no, you're in, literally in the middle of nowhere. Like, yeah, like what the Earth. fuck else are you going to do? <laughs> I heard I didn't even know this, but I guess there's like other space stations that aren't the ISS, and they're just like small ones where it's like two guys like chilling. And then I was wondering, I was like, are there like a tiny like it's like a tiny thing? So imagine just being in like this tiny like capsule just going around. It's kind of nuts. Yeah, dude. Like the psyche valves probably really fucking matter for those guys. Yeah, and it's like, like, I mean, I wonder, and then I was like, I wonder if if there's people in space that we don't even know, like, about, probably. Probably, probably for sure. Uh, Did you you see Ad Astra? Um, no. So, that's a sick one, it's it's kind of, I feel like it's like a little bit slept on. To be honest, it wasn't like that great of a movie. It wasn't like something you like watched and thought about a lot after. But it's basically like Brad Pitt 
it's like set way in the future. We've we've colonized the moon. We've colonized Mars. Brad Pitt's father was the leader of this expedition to send people like basically as far, fucking far out as they could possibly go to try to find an intelligent life outside of our own. And it's kind of like an apocalypse now situation. Like Brad Pitt's dad goes crazy. The crew tries to mutiny and he kills them all, ejects them out into space. So they're sending Brad Pitt to like talk his dad off a ledge because he's been sending these like EMP bombs to Earth and fucking with all these <laughs> electronics. But um, his like uh, traversal that he does is really sick. He gets in like a car chase with like moon pirates. That, that, like, camp out on the dark side of the moon to, like, resource grab. Like, kind of like the actual Somalian pirates that we have right now. And there's a situation where they, like, respond to a distress call in between the moon and Mars for this, like, research ship that had animals on board. It had, like, baboons that that fucking escaped and, like, ripped the crew to shreds in zero-G. So this guy got his face, like, graphically, like, smashed in by a baboon in zero gravity. And it's like, both of those are scenarios that could go down the more we spend, more time we spend in space. <clears throat> well, it's supposed to be, like, a, um apocalypse now in the future, right? Yeah. Kind of thing. That, that's the vibe I got, pretty much. Well, this is an article that we got to talk about. I literally just saw this. Did you see the radioactive thing that they just lost in Australia? No, I did this, not. This is a funny-ass story. So, oh, God. Um, the health effects of coming into contact with a radioactive capsule no bigger than a coin, so it's like smaller than a quarter, lost in Western Australia. Oh, it looks like they did found it. Awesome. And has since been found good. <laughs> Could potentially be severe. So they lost this tiny piece, like the size of a quarter of um casium one thirty seven mm-hmm. that they were using in a mine. And it like just fell off of a truck. <laughs> oh, but I guess it was about to be like really bad. Like people in like a three hundred mile radius were just like fucked. Damn. <laughs> but I mean, man imagine being that trucker and just opening up the back and you're just like fuck (laughs) right some of this stuff that people fuck around with for a living is just just un it's unfathomable to me how we as a human race have have even gotten to the point of understanding radiation Dude, so I get like what it's if some if you got near this, I guess you were just donezo. With yeah. radioactive shit is crazy. Like yeah. the, Chern- the Chernobyl show, like legitimately freaked me out. Like I couldn't right. finish that just because it's just so creepy and real. Yeah, because I get like the concept behind something that's like radioactively decaying is it's just basically firing off invisible cell destroying particles that just rip through your body at like you know (laughs) molecules per second and you just would never like the only reason so another sick book project hail mary by the same guy that wrote the martian uh andy weir i read that fire book but the movie rights got purchased immediately and Ryan Gosling was immediately cast as the main character and it's like him alone in space. So he'll be like perfect for it. But, um, 
but there's a situation in that story where he talks to a another form of intelligent life this this alien whose entire crew died when they went out into space because they had evolved without the use of sight so they couldn't see the visible spectrum so they could never have accounted for radiation in space because they didn't know it existed and the only reason that that member of his crew survived was because he was the engineer so he was within the engine block the whole time which had like just had incidental shielding against radiation that they never knew about because they didn't like they they were blind they used like a basically like an echolocation type of situation so they could have never developed the instrumentation to even understand that radiation existed like we did before we you know quotation marks before we right. went into space <clears throat> damn crazy to think about yeah how did i don't even know how did we even discover that that was a thing there's so much science stuff that I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Well, the show about, is just me asking, like, but think high about school how, level physics. But it's not. It's, like, way above high school level. Because if you think about, like, how educated we are compared to just, just the whole, f- like, fucking planet. Like, we got to be in a very high percentage. And there's so much shit that we just don't even know. Like, That's true. <clears throat> Like, it's just not common knowledge, any of the shit that we rely on. Like, shit hits the fan today. I'm not going to be able to make gasoline out of crude oil that I find from the dirt, you know? Yeah, no, that's what I was saying that on a previous episode. Like, the gap of, like, what you'd be able to bring back. Yeah. Has never been, like, higher. I'd be pretty... I would be, like down to get a nice stick and tie like a heavy rock to the end of it and, and swing that around <laughs> dude i listened to um i re-listened to that uh that crazy guy um the asian dude that was on joe rogan date is it david chu who went looking for the dinosaur i know that guy? i know who you're talking about and I forgot, but he was, like, telling this story about being lost in the jungle and almost mm-hmm. killing this guy with the rock. I forgot yeah. about that story entirely, but it's so insane, like, re-listening to it. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, he was, like, this guy I was lost in the jungle with, this German dude, and they were looking for this dinosaur. And he was, like, he was eating all of our food and acting like it was, like, chill. <laughs> So he was like confessing on Joe Rogan. He was like, he was like, I picked up a big ass rock while he was sleeping and was like holding it over his head, ready to like crush him. And Joe Rogan is like, what? Like, and he's like, I just couldn't do it. <laughs> Dude, that's. Damn, bro. That's not a real thing to talk about at all. That's some of the best stuff that's coming out of this, like, recent rise in long-form content is people just yeah. fucking talk. And they say Forget some shit. Forget about what they're yeah. saying. Yeah. <laughs> Forget what's going on. <laughs> Joe Joe Rogan does it all the time, too. I, yes. just, I just saw yeah. one with him, him and Bill Burr. And they watched some clip that was going viral at the time where a father was, like, with his daughter... And some guy, like, ripped a piece of paper out of his daughter's hand and, like, crumpled it on the ground and kind of pushed her. And they were talking about the clip. And Joe was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I would have been on the news. 
No, I, I saw. I, I, I would have been on like, news in an orange jumpsuit. Yeah, yeah. If, if somebody had done that to my daughter. <laughs> He's like, I, I would be away forever. And Bill was like, Hey, J- Joe, Joe, right. it, it di- didn't happen to your daughter. Do- it didn't happen to your daughter. Right. <laughs> he like had to talk. He's like, You went, you went to a really dark place like, then. Talking him off. So I, 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 I go there all the time. I go to that place all the time, every day. <laughs> And then they just record that shit and put it out to 5 million people. Like, he's like, ah, this will be fine. No edits needed. (laughs) It's crazy that he just blew up like that, too, because it's like, at the end of the day, that's not what a podcast is made for. It's it's not made to be fact-checked and scrutinized by fucking masses. So, like, when he was getting shit on for... For people going on and stating their opinions about the pandemic or election fraud. And and it was basically like news corporations telling him that he's not allowed to have those conversations. That that's so insane to me. Like, I think Joe Rogan's podcast was at the forefront of this whole new, like, I don't even know what I would call it. The post woke freedom of speech movement that we're kind of in right now. Yeah, it's like the stand-up comedy bow hunting community. Like I was yeah. talking about, it's weird. They bring it's like just a group of crazy people. <laughs> but dude, the way I felt about that, like the whole COVID, like I didn't pay attention to that at all. And it's like, it's so it's almost embarrassing. Like if I was an exec at like CNN or MS, MSNBC, it's like I'm just not going to cover this guy. Like you shouldn't, the fact that you're acknowledging that you're competing with him, like it doesn't make you look good. Even if you think that you're more fact checked, you know what I mean? It's a YouTube, it's like a, a, the UFC host. Like, and now you're acknowledging that like you're on the same level of discourse that he is. And they did some like even lower shit. Like they got really greasy. They, they put a like, filter on him. Yeah, they filtered that? his yeah, face to make him look orange when he said he had COVID. Like so, he looked like more sick than he actually was. Well, he called that guy out on it. He had the that poor dude from CNN. Remember that on his yeah. podcast? Just yeah, that guy him was apart. wildly unprepared. He, he was like, is this a filter on my face? And they pulled the video up and he was like, I, I don't know. He's like, it is. He's like, pause the video. He's like, look at that. The guy was like, I don't know. <laughs> that guy was probably in the room when they decided to do that. I don't know. I, he was probably just like a like a common day, like a nine to five dude, and they just sent him out to the wolves. He's like, "Oh, I'll do a, an interview on the podcast." <laughs> Get locked in a room with a guy who said he's going to be in an orange jumpsuit. <laughs> well, yeah, bro. It's like, why else would they would they do that if not going fully out and uh, just putting their own personal agenda out in the open? Like, I saw a stat, like, over 45 individuals, like, 45 different dudes working for these medical companies like Moderna, Pfizer, became billionaires as a direct result of the COVID-19 pandemic. Oh, yeah. I mean, it would just take, it takes, like, looking through a 10K, like, to see the fucking damage they did. Yeah. But, I mean, you know do be like that (laughs) right like people just take advantage of anything to make some money i i think though um going back to the joe rogan stuff i heard that remember that whole negative thing um where all the spotify like 
nerds were freaking out that he was going to get signed with them and they were like we're gonna quit (laughs) yeah i heard that like the spotify board like blew that story up to get more attention on him which is a good example of marketing because then for sure because i was thinking about someone was comparing it to like the bud light thing and it's like no so the point of that was to now that po- now podcasting is associated with Spotify is what right. most people will remember from that story. I get that. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Honestly, excellent marketing decision on their point. A- any sort of conflict like that, that draws, because cl- now, now it's like attention on the, especially on the internet, whether it's positive or <clears throat> negative. If somebody's clicking on your po- post and commenting on it, that you're getting paid. Like that's all you want. Somebody yeah, rea- like, reacts. It, like, it doesn't matter if it's positive or negative. <laughs> Dude, I was think I saw this thing. Um, like, do you know the Glenny Balls guy from Barstool? Uh-huh. I, my issue with Barstool, this came to my mind because I remember we were talking about just the nonsense podcasts. Yeah. Like, he was having this, like, super serious interview with uh, that one with, like, Theo Vaughn or whatever about how he got hired at Barstool. And he was talking about it like it was this life-changing thing. But they just made him run outside (laughs) and videotaped it, like, for his interview. (laughs) It's like, I'm... I'm tired of like <laughs> pretending that these are like serious people. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, like you do nonsense online. Like, you don't it's not a real job. <laughs> and those guys gamble ridiculously. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Dave Portnoy talking about like how he won't play he won't place a bet or play a game in a casino with a unit lower than $25,000. And he's like, he's like, and people are always like, Oh, Dave, that's a lot of money. You should donate it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and then the guy that he's with, that he's like talking to is like, turns the camera. He's like, yeah, shut the fuck up. It's not your money. Does gambling like, <laughs> like casino gambling doesn't make any sense if you're worth a billion dollars. Right. Because you guys have a wealth, a wealth management firm to like just double your money every year. Right. I mean, I'm well, like fundamentally, if you're playing a game like blackjack and you're playing it by the book and you have a bankroll that is like theoretically inexhaustible, that's why you have situations like guys like Dana White that will go and just bully the casino with the amount of money that they have until he leaves up a hundred grand until he leaves up 200 grand he can do that every single time without fail because as long as your bankroll goes deep enough and you're just continuously doubling down you're never gonna leave down like you're only down in a casino when you when you walk out the door so it's like if you got the money to do it like you can win every single time and unless you're doing some insane units like unless he decides to place a billion dollar bet with all his money and loses it but he's not doing that well, it's also like if you're worth more than the casino that you're playing. Like, I guess it's just for fun, but just it's like, fun. I don't know. Yeah. But for guys like Dana, it's like he he doesn't really see it like fun. He's like, he talks and he's like, I, I'm just going to war right now. Like, like if <laughs> But you, that's like, my thing. It's like, what? <laughs> he'll walk away with like 150K up consistently and he's like banned from casinos and it's like, for some people, bro, gambling is a legitimate form of income. Like, there's there's dudes that don't have a job, and they just do that, and they do well. They do very well. They do better than a lot of people do. 
Is the, is that true though? Like, yes. Are there career? <laughs> there I've are. Never, I've never met one. <laughs> there are certainly career gamblers. You don't hear about them ever. Why? <laughs> They're banned from casinos and stuff. They yeah. gotta wear like fucking fake mustaches and shave their head, and they know every dealer in the country by name, and they're all crazy degenerates. I would love to talk to a career gambler that's just like making like a hundred and fifty a year. Yeah. You know, like, but that's just his job. He's like, that's just what I do. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Interesting life. Yeah. I mean, everybody in the in the like the World Series of Poker in those tournaments like that's just what they do they're just poker players right <clears throat> well like dan bilzerian supposedly but i don't believe that shit for a second yeah he's a crazy liar on the internet yeah <laughs> <laughs> i haven't heard from him in a minute did that book ever come out i would like to read that i think it did but like no one he's not extreme enough i right. mean once tate hit hit the books like yeah all those guys just ceased to exist they just weren't willing weren't willing to go to prison and get poisoned (laughs) did you did you watch his like like, most recent shit uh well i guess not most recent but like after prison he had like a 44 minute podcast no i gotta watch that yeah so he basically it was fucking hilarious. He recorded the video where that Matt guy from Vice that did the news report on him earlier was, like, basically, like, begging him to do an interview again. But, like, this time right. for, for BBC. And he just bullied him for 45 minutes straight. He had him, like, fly out to his place with a camera crew and, like, deliver a box of chocolates to his door. And then, <laughs> and then he never let him in to do, the, to do the interview. And he kept him standing outside with, like, a camera crew for the entire day, like, calling him a geek on the phone. <laughs> Dude, that guy from Vice, like... It's it's kind of a... If I was that dude, like, even if I was trying to do a hit piece on him, like, they're so impatient with the content. Like, if yeah. you want to do an actual hit piece on him and, like, find out some shit that no, nobody knows, like, you, you should do, like, a few interviews where everything is, like, fine and, like, right. build some rapport and get in deep. Mm-hmm. Like, these journalists now, they just want... It's, like, a one-off thing. They don't do any research, you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. it's, like... <laughs> And they do weird shit, too. Like, they put filters on Joe Rogan. Right. And, and they repeat B-roll of Tate so it looks like he's stuttering. He's it's not. like goofy goober journalism academy. Like, yeah. Too hot. And, and it's like people wonder why there's this, this big rift and people aren't taking the media seriously like they used to. It's like it's their own fault. Like, they do these crazy antics. Like, it's like a cartoon for for their clicks and money what is your take on um tucker carlson getting let go or put on leave or whatever dude he's been on fire lately like i was never a huge tucker carlson guy but he's like skyrocketed through my ranks of of yes internet dudes he's 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 a fucking hero i love him i wonder what it was that i don't think we'll ever know that Mm. got him booted because it affected their uh, stock price like heavily, yeah. At least short term, but I think I think that there's just a lot of background shit on on both sides, and he just kind of like 
just had enough of it, honestly. Like, I feel like he started to do his own shit. He did the Nelk podcast, and he's been more outspoken <laughs> in, like, different areas of media. And they probably told him to say some shit that he didn't want to say. And then he went out and kind of spoke out against it. He kind of talked about the whole, like, cabal conspiracy theory. Like, there's things that I'm allowed to say, there's things I'm not allowed to say, and da-da-da. There's people at Fox News that do things that people aren't proud of, and... <laughs> He I, he said a lot of pronoun shit that I think yeah. probably, probably <clears throat> contributed to it. There was um, dude, I forgot that he did. He hit this one. I just saw like on TikTok, like he he was like, "Have you seen the the video where he's um, fuck?" He was like, he was like, Michael Jackson was actually spotted like the singer that we thought was like dead or whatever, and goes on this whole insane rant about <laughs> Michael Jackson. It just cuts to Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> 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 caption was like i cannot believe that this was allowed <laughs> like no reporting no point made just a straight just up just, just a brutal <laughs> <laughs> well that that probably didn't help either dude i saw something interesting too kind of along the same vein of what we're talking about like a Putin interview from a while back when Trump was like mm. gaining popularity. It was like a Russian interview, so like all in Russian and there were subtitles. But a guy basically asked Putin, like, what do you think about about this new guy, Donald Trump, coming in and kind of shaking up American politics? And Putin had like a very interesting answer. He was like he's like, Well, you know, I think it's I think it's always refreshing to see these new American presidents coming in with all their promises and ideas and they, they, they gain the support of the public and they gain popularity. But I tell you from experience, he's like as soon as he steps in the room and the people in the dark suits and sunglasses come and they tell him what to say and what to do, that's why people don't follow through on their promises. He's like, We're all we're all under the control of something greater. He's like he's like he's like the same thing happened to Obama, the same thing happened to everybody. He's like he's like they make these promises, but as soon as they come into the room and the people with the dark suits and sunglasses talk to them, everything changes. And I just thought it was crazy that Vladimir Putin said that. Well, like my people get so emotional like talking about Putin, especially now and like whatever your opinions are on him. Um like what I always think about is like think about how much experience that guy has in like deep state politics. Like from the right. time he was our age was in the KGB FSB and then has been he's been through every administration since George W. Bush, like before yeah. we were born. And if you think about that compared to Trump in a four year term or like like that to him is nothing. That's like a tiny amount of time. Yeah. So it's like if you're like so much probably just such a more skilled, even in like the dark arts politician than anything we can produce. I mean, at least the public facing politicians in the U.S. But absolutely. And and it's like and he fucking understands exactly what's going on, too, because right. of that experience. So it's like it's like you just said, it's like he can understand why people act the way that they do in front of, in front of the cameras because he's been there. He's done that for much longer than they have. Dude. And that's the thing. Like when people are like, Oh, he's like a crazy, crazy person. Like he's like losing his mind. It's like, maybe, but like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like probably not. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough because it's so easy to take that, like, that route where it's like, well, no, I mean, we, we all know well, Russia's bad and Ukraine is good. We need to support Ukraine and we need to support them. It's like, but Russia is a country full of a bunch of really good people, too. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's just good it people. It, uh, the world is not really split into countries and good or bad. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, it's tough to even engage, like, on that level anymore. It's... <laughs> like, there's no fucking villains. <laughs> right. Yeah, there are There are no villains. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really think of a situation where there's just, like... I mean, there have been villains. <laughs> I can't have this. <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> Whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Keep us on Spotify, please. <laughs> All right, that that's enough. They, they yeah. took it to that Connor Piro guy. <laughs> there have been villains in history, <clears throat> but it's enti- it's hard to think of an entire nation as, as villains. <clears throat> Dude, I'm like I'm trying to get through this 48 laws of power book it's been like <laughs> like six weeks of listening to this and it's like it pisses me. you know what would be great is if that book was written without 60 percent of it being ancient historical examples and like meditations tales. marcus yeah, Aurelius. <laughs> i don't like that i would like a copy when they just cut all that out yeah because the guy will make a pretty good point and then he'll be like in the Qing dynasty of like 4,000 BC. And I'm like, okay, this, All right. <laughs> this isn't, isn't applicable. Like it's yeah. <laughs> the last chapter chapter I read was like, keep people in suspended terror. And it's like, dude, how... <laughs> was this guy just drunk? Right. <laughs> and he has like eight books like it's like with just laws of different stuff like the yeah. next one is like the 43 laws of war and then i saw he has one book where it's like the one law of power i forgot to put in the last book <laughs> yeah i mean i I, th- I read that book too i think all those all those like self-help rules of power like successful man rich dad poor dad books are great like there's definitely knowledge in them, but you have to be able to read it like like how you are like with critical thought. <laughs> like yeah. there's there's so I, I think that's the biggest issue, bro. It's like I'm gonna sound like such a douchebag right now, but I think there's a huge percentage of the population that are just for some reason or another incapable of critical thought, <laughs> and they regurgitate media and and people. There's grown men that are successful that will read a book like that and act like that. <laughs> like, like without any sort of facade or acting, be, like, keeping people in suspended terror intentionally. But the, the thing is, is it's, like, it, it's such a regurgitation of, like, thought, because it's, like, the people will read that book, but then their job is just making TikToks about that book. Right. So it's right. like if you if you know so much about the forty three laws of power, like why aren't you more powerful? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm go. at the point where it's like the thing I want to listen to is someone who is actually really good at their job talk about their specific job and what they did. 
Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. I'm with that. I'm with that. I want to listen to Vladimir Putin talk about the guys in dark suits bullying Donald right. Trump. Right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I would like to, listen to listen to Putin go through every murder that he's seen in person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, you know... Uh, one of the, one of like those philosopher books that I read that was like actually fucked and I think about all the time <laughs> was called the Lucifer Effect. I'll put and, that on my reading list. Yeah, dog. So that that one's fucked. It basically talks about like like the darkness of, of the human psyche and like how low people have like really gone. And they've got like pictures from like that fucking prison camp, like Abu Ghraib and shit. Like right. Yeah, it's just just dark as fuck. But honestly, like, that's that's the kind of book where it's, like, all real shit and just makes you think about what yeah. dudes can really, like, do. <laughs> Maybe I should read. I don't like how old all the examples are in the 48 Laws of Power. Yeah. What what research? Like, I would don't even know this guy's background. Like, how does he know all, all this stuff? <laughs> like, it's like about, about Napoleon and stuff. Sometimes I wonder, like, who makes the decisions about what makes the cut in, in, in like, common curriculum history? Like, we did learn a lot about weird shit that doesn't matter. Like, the, like the different dynasties of China and stuff. Why? Dude, I think about that all the time. Like, the AP World curriculum in high school is insane. Yeah, it was so like, weird. Stu- just literally the most, like, n- but the thing is, I would understand it is if they spent, a, like, a equal amount of time chronologically in each period of history, but they just mm-hmm. pick random parts to, yeah. like, to, to, and to spend, like, six weeks on. Bro, and that AP Global class, like, that was, like, supposed to be this high-level course, and it was hard, it was fucking difficult, and it was difficult because we had to sit down, remember, like, we had to write about the Tigris, the Tigris and yeah. the Euphrates River, and, and the different civilizations of the Indus River right. Valley, what shut the, the fuck, fuck up. <laughs> right, and it's, like, it's, like, you learn about all these, like, ancient empires, and then it's, like... <laughs> Like me, I don't want to sound like nationalist guy, but then it's like the civil war is like a class, and it's like right. what? Like, don't you think this is more important, like day to day for modern day Americans than like that? I don't know. Absolutely, no. I yeah, it's like what it, what they should honestly be doing is teaching you recent history in great detail, teaching geography in great detail, like like current geography yes like like not like this this these used to be these countries like this is the country that's here now these are their primary exports these are their imports they these this this is their foreign diplomacy like they're they're in the un they're out of the un they're in the eu they're out of the eu like that's what should be fucking taught and then if you want to learn more do it on your own time or take it as like a like a elective course to learn about the Indus River Valley and Mesopotamia. Right, because the kid that's going to remember or care about any of that will be the one in 2000 kid who wants to read a book on the Indus River Valley, like, what the printing press, like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, bro, right. Like, that was a huge one, too. Johannes Gutenberg invented the printing press. (laughs) Right. (laughs) 
<laughs> we learned about like religious overtones with like Protestants too for way too long. A lot of that. That yeah. guy like pinning the ten rules. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. Yeah. Like what? What the fuck, bro? <laughs> what? That was not as significant of, as a of an event as I think it, it was made out to be. Like yeah. <laughs> fucking what was that guy's name? Um, we have some John Mark something. Luther. Yeah, yeah Mar- Martin Luther Mar- or Mar- Martin Luther. Martin Luther. <laughs> Dude, yeah. <laughs> like, why the fuck? Why is that even... He nailed a list to adore. <laughs> we all heard about it. But, like, who? how did that How did that make the cut? Like, who sat down and, like, we're going to teach everybody about this? I have, like, I would love to know. We spent so much time on the Erie Canal, too. Yep, yeah, that was Le- huge. Learned who songs about it. cares about that? <laughs> the locks. Like, I can yeah. tell you about what? how the locks work. <laughs> It's like not even history. It's just like engineering that isn't applicable at all. <laughs> right, dude. Like what? The... <clears throat> I wonder if it's always been like that too. Like I, we should sit down. We should honestly, at some point, we should have a guest that's like older than us and just be like, what, it, what was the It difference? would be like totally different. Like yeah. literally, it would be like a different class. I remember they they would do like math differently too. Like, do you ever did you ever have a situation where you like sat down with like your grandparents and tried to do some math homework? Yeah, division is a different thing. Yeah, they did yeah. it completely different. Completely different. I never thought that I was like ever would. I never thought that I would ever understand math in my entire life because I had teachers that told me that when I was in high school, and and now it's like I, I do math every day at a high level, and. And I think back to, like, my philosophy on it when I was in high school and even when I was, like, an early college student. And what really flips the switch is when you decide to, like, think of it in terms of shit that you already understand. Like, right. like, like the way that I think about math now is not anywhere near the way that I was trying to understand math when I was in high school. Because I was trying to understand it the way that, like my teachers were teaching it or, or like the way that like people did it. But it's like the, the switch flipped when I had to sit down and actually take these really hard exams in college and watch Indian dudes on the internet do it. And it was like, Oh, so they do it like this because they actually understand it. And they're really good at explaining it. And that helps. <clears throat> and the entire U S education system right now is being carried on the backs of like indian youtubers like not like the khan academy dude is like like atlas like holding up (laughs) for no reason really dude for real genuine guy like yeah i i I, I sent you that video of the the chinese kids studying and the kid's like, yeah. <laughs> like what the, the fuck the was that? Holding his eyes open. I watched that video like 10 times. <laughs> and then I was like, is, how are they intaking any of the information? <laughs> She's just screaming. Like... Yeah, and everybody around him was doing it too. Yeah, it was like... <laughs> too, but like, the lo- it's like sad. Like the look of like panic and fear <laughs> in that kid's face is insane yeah motivation is certainly not an issue for them yeah no not i mean it's life and death that's one of those videos where it's just like we're we deserve to lose <laughs> yeah that you got us <laughs> you got me q, q- tips keeping you from falling asleep <laughs>
it's screaming memorizations. Right. Like, did you ever have to? Did you ever have? Did you ever have to memorize some weird shit too? I remember in um, second in second grade, I had to memorize a Nazi the spider, and recite the story to a, <laughs> Wait, to a third grade class. Not like a Nazi. It was like a Nazi. It was like some like old folk tale. Well, all right, yeah, this is another, like, crazy memory. The, with the spider with the pull, melons. Pull this, I don't know how to spell it. I'm going to uh, type in a Nazi. <laughs> yeah, for, it's I, the last I'm thing not, I need going in Nazi, DuckDuckGo. Anansi the spider. So... It's just literally about Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to like find it's an African folktale, and it's like I know what you mean. I that totally just came like came out of nowhere. I had to memorize. I had to memorize it as like a second grader, and I had to go into a third grade classroom and recite it to older kids. That's good for learning <laughs> from memory. <laughs> that will increase your salary in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Fucking wild. But like none of those yeah, none of those classes helped me do where I'm at right now. The most honestly, the most valuable classes that I, I took in high school were high level English and literature courses where we read like actual books and public speaking. When I took public speaking as an elective and gave a bunch of speeches and did the morning announcements. I think that that has done more for my career than any other class I've taken in high school. Yeah, my thing with that dude is I feel like they gave us the most like the dep- Okay, you know, you know what books I don't like is I hate fucking unpopular take. I do not like John Steinbeck's writing at all. Like yeah. the, of mice and men drives just the way that he writes like drives me fucking crazy. Yeah. That guy is like gets off on doing two pages of describing what like a silo looks like. And then just cuz it's super detailed, he's like a genius writer. That was like your book is about a special needs person who kills someone in a barn and then they, his friend shoots him. Like, you're not fucking William Shakespeare. You're like, you're like the sound of the horses as they ran through the grass. And then yeah. he's like this famous American writer. But Dude. I was reading it and I was like, what the fuck are we reading about? Like, this is a fictional book about farming in like a tragic horrible scenario that this guy made up in his head that doesn't really re- represent anything <laughs> we read that as like a class and everybody was assigned roles and one of my good buddies let me tell you bro he was lenny and he fucking method acted <laughs> <laughs> was the funniest shit <laughs> like right on the, like the edge of like what our teacher was comfortable with. yeah <laughs> the teacher's nah. like okay like and then we had to, we had to read another one of his uh, the grapes of wrath and yeah. i didn't i didn't read it 
I didn't read Do you that remember all. anything about what that book... I read the entire book, The Grapes of Wrath, <laughs> and I could not tell you... I think it's about people traveling through Oklahoma in the yeah. Dust Bowl. Like, I tried, bro. I tried. I had That was one where I had to spark notes for the paper, because I just <laughs> yeah, could, like... couldn't get through it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that, you know? Okay, yeah, so that that's, that's the same thing, too. Like, who decides which authors are good enough to force every American student to read their works? Like, who makes that decision? That John Steinbeck is good enough that everybody needs to read his books. Every single person. Right. <clears throat> Weird. So we had, there's three types of books that you read in high school ELA. The John Steinbeck, like, depressing-ass Dust Bowl books. Mm-hmm. And then we would read the psycho post-apoc, like the Fahrenheit 451. Yep books which i think is fair because i think that is preparing people for the inevitable future it's a good thing to think about those are all great dude and then we would read these nonfiction books about like horrible things happening in africa like we read like three books on this might have just been my school no we did that with like the hands the civil war in sudan and uh-huh. it's like good, good to know about, but at a certain point, it's like it's you're not learning anything. It's just like Jesus Christ! Just, <laughs> like, just I remember being in eighth grade, and they, it was like they made us like the child soldiers like swim across a crocodile infested river, and people were just getting like eaten because it yeah. was like a genocide. And it's like, what? I'm in eighth grade. Like, <laughs> can we just learn about like George Washington? <laughs> like, right. Right. Jesus, but yeah, no, that's <laughs> speaking about critical thought. Like, I didn't think about what, like, why it was weird that we were learning these weird niche specific things at all until after, until like post, well, like senior year. <laughs> well, like you don't know enough about history in general, you right. know? Right. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Weird, weird for sure. Let's get a fucking history teacher on. Yeah. What Explain would you, yourself. <laughs> what class would you do in high school if you could structure it? And then we'll wrap it up. Ah, uh, like a like see like if I could structure it myself, like a like senior pick level the class, like, like the name name of the class and curriculum. Oh, I would do I would do like a literature course, and and I would pick the books. What books? Uh, I liked the vein that we were in with like the like the post apocalyptic stuff would be huge. I, I would be down with with like the George Orwell like nineteen eighty four. I'd have people pick shit that they actually like to read too. Like if we were going in like the horror genre, I'd first of all I'd okay, talk about authors that everybody was taught about. Edgar Allan Poe. Great. Yeah. Uh pedophile and a necrophiliac. And and he married his cousin. I'm, I'm, I'm like great, great author. <laughs> yeah, dude, he like married. He like banged like a twelve year old as a grown ass man, and married nah. <laughs> married his relative. And it's like, so why 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 is that not like people don't care about that? But like James Franco sends a dick pic to his college student, and he's and he's canceled. But everybody still learns about Edgar Allan Poe. I couldn't even imagine what, if he was still alive, what talking to him would be like. Like a legitimately insane person. Yeah. Like, like the, the telltale heart. Yeah. That's like reading 
what it's like to be insane. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like that's the most schizophrenic (laughs) piece of writing. He can hear, mean, he can't hear the heart that's under the stairs. He can't hear the heart that's under the stairs. It's just me. Because he wouldn't remember writing the books, right? He would just get so fucked up, and then those guys were doing weird drugs too, like opium yeah. and shit, like it's <laughs> like smoking a long candle pipe of like eighteen hundreds meth <laughs> by candlelight. Was the monkey handbook him? Yeah, I remember? Yeah, of yeah, course, the monkey's paw. <laughs> Great. Man, what about you? What would you teach? Um, that's tough to follow. I would. I like. I th- I liked your idea of like a imports exports geography mm. class. Yeah, boring, but necessary. Stuff. Necessary, like right. Actu- abs- like actually necessary. That's totally left out of common curriculum. Or about what insurance is. <laughs> <laughs> like That'd some shit like that. <laughs> like yeah. I don't. Need, I'm, I'm just learning about how that works. Yeah, yeah, me too. That's kind of why I'm like, I just did my taxes for the first time this year. And it's like, I'm like looking at at what I what like, what would save me the most money paying for actual health insurance and shit. It's like stuff I've never thought about at all. And school did not prepare me for would have been nice to know. But instead, I know about like, the wrong trade in Genghis Khan. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Silkworms. I know how they make silk. Right. I'm deep, deeply traumatized thinking about a guy in the dust bowl snapping a puppy's head. Like that, I, that was fiction. It was a made-up story that that fucking guy, who's this moral saint of U.S. writing, imagined in his head. He's like, "What the fuck?" So fun. Remember when Leighton and Joe dressed up as George and Lenny? class one of the best halloween that was awesome that was awesome all right